And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a look at the past year from Sask Wheat and a feature about oat milk. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. The freezing rain warning has ended for the Regina area. Cloudy today, wind southwest 30, gusting to 50, the high plus 2. 30% chance of evening flurries, the low minus 7. Wind chill minus 9 tonight, minus 16 overnight. Saturday, mainly cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, wind northwest 40, gusting to 60. The temperature steady near minus 7. The wind chill near minus 18, the low minus 14. Sunday, sunny with a high of minus 7, the low minus 15. Monday, sunny, the high minus 10, the low minus 18. Tuesday, Christmas Day, sunny skies, the high minus 13, the low minus 14. Wednesday, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, the high minus 13, the low minus 18. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high minus 17. The normal high minus 10, the normal low minus 21. The sun rose at 8.57 this morning, it sets at 4.57 tonight. And around the province, first off, the hot spot though is Moose Jaw. It's at plus four. That's the hot spot for Saskatchewan. In the roundup, Estevan plus two, Saskatoon and Swift Current plus one, Weyburn also plus one, Yorkton is minus four. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's plus one. That's 34 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south-southeast at 13. Humidity 91%. The barometer dropping 99.8. Cloudy and Moose Jaw plus four. Winds are from the west-southwest at 36. Once again, Regina cloudy and plus one. That's 34 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. The vice chair of Sask Wheat describes 2018 as a fairly good year for wheat production in Saskatchewan. Scott Hepworth of Assiniboia says he has an optimistic outlook for 2019. Well, from the preserve grower perspective, um, it was a successful year, and I think the same goes for wheat. There's a little bit of a tale of two, two harvests. But in the end, once we uh, uh, reviewed the data, the quality overall was was very good. Um, And I think that's uh, a testament to some of the varieties that that we're growing these days. Uh, They can weather the conditions a little bit better than they have in the past. And that's something that I'm very proud of. As a farmer and and as a director of Sask Wheat, I think we're getting the money in the right places to uh, provide better varieties out there for for the farmers. So I think uh, looking forward into next year, there's some tough questions to be answered. And there's a few topics of debate out there right now. So it's going to be a challenging year again, I guess. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. What key questions, what issues do you see out there? Um, well, I think uh, right now with this value creation uh, seed royalty situation, there, there needs to be um, a lot more consultation with the farmers on that. And, and we're going to have to find our, our way through that in the next six months or so. So I'm hoping to hear from lots of farmers um, on their opinions on this on this subject. And, and I hope to see a lot of farmers at CropSphere and at our AGMs um, during CropSphere and looking forward to talking to as many farmers as I can. So far, what do you seem to see as the sentiment from farmers about higher royalties on wheat for improved crop breeding and varieties? Well, so far, I I see a lot of pushback and and, um, I think that's understandable just with how this has taken place. This has been going on for a long time, but 
I don't think that a lot of farmers, the majority of the farmers, in fact, were aware of exactly what was happening. And so we're hoping that uh, AAFC takes takes some time and, and, and listens to everybody involved. And uh, we get the story straight from them and we get the story straight to the farmers. And we have proper consultations and, and hear from everybody to make sure that this is handled and, and takes the, the correct direction going forward. Here's where I asked you, Scott, to pull out your crystal ball. What do you see as the outlook for 2019 for wheat producers? Well, there's there's great demand for, for spring wheat. We've picked up a lot of uh, exports to China and Japan, thanks to some um, a, a number of a number of things. And uh, so there's there's really good demand for Canadian wheat out there. So I think we're going to see um, strong prices, maybe increased prices into the into the new year. And and I think uh, Durham can can see uh, some of the same strengths uh, moving forward. It's obviously um, at a discount right now. So I'd like to think that there's only one way for it to go, and that is up. Um, but I know the demand for, for spring wheat is is very good for Canadian Durham right now, and I think producers are, are going to reap the rewards of that. Sounds like you've got some good optimism for 2019. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Scott Hepworth is the vice chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission and farms at Assiniboia. There's been a substantial growth in organic, gluten-free, and specialty oat sales over the past few years. Grain Millers Canada in Yorkton is in the process of building a second mill tower to better serve that market. General Manager Terry Tyson says oats are inherently gluten-free, but the product has to meet strict purity standards before going to the consumer. You're talking about no wheat, no barley, no rye. You can take a run at that in two ways, and we do it still in two ways. Primarily, we do it within our mill, so we've developed a system that takes a stream of our day-to-day volume and kind of super cleans it and removes all impurities. We also fill in the gaps with producer-grown gluten-free oats. And the key to that is obviously on-farm cleanliness, cleaning out trucks and bins and augers and all of those things, as well as, and I think this is something that guys can sometimes miss, is seed purity. So folks will try to grow gluten-free oats and they'll say, well, yeah, I bought... I bought certified seed. It's important to check the purity of that seed. Um, We would even recommend looking at foundation seed. Tyson outlines the gluten-free standards for oats. The regulatory standard is 20 parts per million. Um, The industry standard, what has become the standard, is really 10. And we're seeing a move from some companies towards 5. So we're looking at 5 ppm as, as a standard. Um, For oats on the inbound, to put that back to oats on the inbound, what that equates to is about one kernel or less of wheat, barley, rye in a kilogram of oats. Tyson is excited about a relatively new product for North America, oat milk. It's common in South America and parts of Europe, but it's just starting to make inroads in a few niche markets here. In the last couple of years, starting with a company out of Sweden, based out of Sweden, there's been an effort to introduce oat beverages, oat milks, to North America. And so far, it's going very well. They're they're scaling up. We're a key supplier to them, so it's very exciting. I liken it back to the mid-'80s oat brand craze. There really hasn't been anything in conventional oats, at least, that would mirror the growth potential of a whole new product space like oat brand did in the mid-80s, and like potentially oat milk may do for us today. Tyson says the current focus for oat milk is on lactose-intolerant consumers. 
This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Saskatchewan farmers are being reminded the end of December is the final deadline to submit 2017 agri-stability forms and 2018 program fees. Agri-stability spokesman with Saskatchewan Crop Insurance, Ray Groneveld, says farmers must pay this year's program fees by the end of the month to participate in this year's agri-stability. There's two parts to this deadline, Jim. Uh, the first part is in regards to submitting program forms for the 2017 program year. So December the 31st is the final deadline to get your information in for that 2017 year. So that forms, that detail, uh, your income and expense information, and then along with all the other details around your inventory, your, your inventory you had on hand or any purchased inputs that you made throughout that year. You submit all that information to us by December 31st, and then uh, you're definitely uh, in the queue uh, to get your program forms processed and, uh, and determine whether you could be in a benefit position. So that's one aspect of the deadlines. The other aspect is December 31st is also the deadline to pay your program fees, and this would be for the 2018 program year, Jim. So if you, for those producers who requested uh, enrollment for 2018, we, were, we had sent them an enrollment notice earlier in the year outlining the, the fee uh, to participate. There's a few outstanding still. They have to get that fee into us by December 31st to be enrolled for the 2018 program year. And I do just want to make mention on that, Jim. You know, there are producers that may not have requested enrollment in the program, and there is no late participation. But if they are interested in agri-stability, they can contact us, and we can get them enrolled for the 2019 program year. So I understand that likely you will have some numbers on program payouts for 2017 and you're still working on 2018. How does the 2017 year look? Yeah, uh, 2017, we're working our way uh, through the forms uh, that are in the door so far. Uh, we've got uh, about just over 10,000 uh, of the form submissions of the possible just under 12,000 uh, that we're going to process. And as uh, we're working our way through those files, and about $34 million in payments has been made as a result of those uh, that we've processed so far from the 2017 year, Jim. And what were some of the key problems? What's the payouts for and, and where? Uh, I guess I haven't done a, a breakdown in terms of regions across the province, Jim, but I, you can remember as we look back to 2017, uh, dry conditions were a concern across the province, so there were uh, some areas that, that were hit uh, harsher uh, by the dry conditions, and as a result, some payments are being generated that way. And we know uh, on the livestock end of things, there were some fluctuations in the market, uh, particularly for cattle producers. And as a result of that, that has resulted in some some generation of payments. But I do want to note, AgriStability is a whole farm program, so we do look at that whole situation on your farm, and uh, we we analyze that to determine whether you're in your payment. So it's really hard to generalize what is driving payments because each farm's unique in their situation. What about 2018? What any initial results do you see there, if any? We are just starting uh, to process our 2018 program forms, Jim. So uh, we've got less than 100 in the door right now. As we work our way uh, into the new year, that's when the 2018 uh, program forms will start to come in. So don't have a whole lot processed, so hard to say right now, Jim, in terms of what's driving uh, benefits from that program year. Just a, a couple things I want to make mention of um, is one of the things we've noticed, Jim, is for producers as we're coming up to the year end and for 
for their 2018 year, uh, a good habit that some have gotten into is recording inventory at this time of year. It's a lot easier kind of at the end of December, early January to record that inventory for the program so they can go out, make sure they know uh, what livestock they have on hand, you know, cow-calf pears or what's in bread heifers or, or feeders in the yard. Just keep that on hand, write that down or inventory in the bin. What have you got in the bins or bales in the yard? If you do it now, it's a lot easier to recall when it comes time to then report the information on the forms for agri-stability. You do that now, the information's at hand, and then when it comes time to report, it's a lot quicker, and you don't have to try to recall what you had on hand as of December the 31st. So just a little tip there, Jim, that we know some producers have found uh, useful uh, when they do record that inventory at the end of the year. Ray Groneveld is the agri-stability spokesman for the Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Well. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola fell 260 at 441.92. Oats dropped 624 at 174.37. Number one red spring wheat decreased $1.19 at $253.56. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $222.81. Feed barley, $192.63. Flax, $478.29. Yellow peas, $252.54. Feed wheat, $187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is down two cents at five sixty-six and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 340 cattle on offer here at our Thursday, December 20th sale. Cow market looked much the same. A lot of these good cows are going to bring anywhere from 70 to 78 bucks. The odd one hit into the 80s, but they're few and far between. No bulls really on offer. They have slumped a little bit too. No calves on offer. First pre-sort of the new year is going to be on the 22nd of January. First regular sale in the new year is on January 10th. That's a Thursday of cows and bulls. I'd here like to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and all the best in the new year. This has been Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Friday, December 21st. Hams sold 6,600 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 108 to 138 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,700 head, selling a range of 108 to 137 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, December 21st are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 124.54, Hams Cash, 134.84, Thunder Creek Brickle, 126.37, and High Life, 136.34 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down. Four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 25 basis points with the daily exchange at 1.3495. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 73.98 cents U.S. Yesterday, the USDA released its fourth quarter hogs and pigs report, which showed mixed results compared to expectations. The survey estimated market hog supplies to be up 2% from year-ago levels, representing a pace of growth more than 1.5% lower than what has been reported on the previous two reports. However, growth in the breeding herd exceeded most analysts' expectations, with year-over-year increases of nearly 2.5%, indicating further expansion in U.S. hog production. 
Weekly and hog futures were higher in early morning trade, likely reflecting the positive weekly export sales that were reported for Mexico, with the trend over the last month showing a 16% increase over last year's pace. The weather outlook for today, cloudy, wind southwest 30 gusting to 50, the high plus 2. It will be a low of minus 7 tonight. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 60% chance of flurries. Wind northwest 40 gusting to 60. Temperature steady near minus 7. In Regina, cloudy plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.